0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.
1: Despite being formed in 1971, the Irish Farmers Association never had a female deputy president, that is, until the recent election of Alice Doyle. Prior to her election, Alice served as chair of the IFA National Farm Family and Social Affairs Committee. Originally from Carlo, Alice has been farming with her husband Tom on their beef and tillage farm near Gorey in County Wexford for over 30 years. And Alice joins me now. Good morning and congratulations. Good
0: morning, Pat. Great to be with you. And thank you very much.
1: Now, this is groundbreaking. This is uh, historic, really.
0: It is, and I think it's only beginning to register with me. I think personally, as to how groundbreaking it is to the members of the organisation, it has been very obvious. I think, and from from what I can gather from speaking to people over the last couple of weeks, they actually realise how groundbreaking it is. Look, at the organisation is uh, nearly seventy years old; it's sixty eight years old, and I am the first female to to break the glass ceiling or the grass ceiling, whichever you like, to get to the top, and that is huge. Particularly the fact, I suppose, that recognises the fact that the organisation has moved on greatly. And it has been prepared to make that move to uh, elect uh, a female representative because in many cases, females are being appointed, you know, as a result of quota. And I think it's wonderful that this organisation didn't wait to have to appoint one as a result of quota. They were able to give a a candidate a a mandate by electing them.
1: In terms of the numbers of people actually working on the farm. Now, uh, women work on the farm in many ways. They work just like the men do, doing the, the, the rough jobs and the tough jobs. They also, many of them, end up doing... The accounts and uh, you know applying for grants, doing if you like the the bureaucracy, the maybe the boring stuff that's attached. But an awful lot of women contribute
0: hugely to what goes on in a farm. Oh, absolutely. Since time began, women have been a very important part of farming. You know, I can go back to Stone Age Man when the farmer, when the male went out doing the hunter gathering, but the woman did all the work keeping it going at home. But, you know, in modern day life, I suppose the, the male, the role of the female is very much they work on the farm. They do work and always have. But, you know, a lot of women now are working full time on the farm. But as well as that, they work in the house. They also do the accounts, as you said, the administrative, the bureaucracy, all around farming, They deal with all of that. They also are the sounding uh, post, you know, of which a lot of discussion happens around the kitchen table. And a lot of the women are there as the sounding post. The farmer comes in and he's talking about what he wants to buy that tractor. You know, the tractor is going to cost yeah. so much and he might like the bigger one. But she comes back and she said, Ah no, hold on now here. You know, the accounts have to be run here. The house has to be looked after. There's children going to college. We have to balance it. So there's that, you know, around the kitchen table discussion, which is really important. And that's where the woman has been very important that she has been the, I suppose, the one who keeps the reality attached to all of this, while the the farmer in the past, which was the male predominantly, did the physical work. But the the female was often the one who kept the the balance within the house.
1: Are there many solo female farmers, you know, where you have maybe one of the children, um, they might think that the eldest son is going to take the farm. He he becomes a software engineer. He doesn't want this. Mm. And a daughter says, well, I'd like to run the farm I'd like to be a farmer for the rest of my life that's
0: the um, good thing about that is that's all changing and we're delighted to see that quite a few young females now coming into farming um, coming in in their own right into farming particularly into dairying. there's a new group called Dairy Women Ireland which we work with in, in IFA um, and they are all young women who are either coming in to work on the farm full time take over a farm full time uh, but also in the other sectors within farming as well uh, and there is a whole new thinking now on farms about who is going to inherit. It is not any longer the eldest son is the designated heir. Uh, there's that discussion, we've been encouraging that very strongly from the farm family section of IFA, that that discussion takes place on farms, that it, may not, it isn't always going to be the male. And yeah. we're finding a lot of young women stepping up and saying yep, I'm the one.
1: Yeah, but you know that uh, it's an old hoary chestnut but probably there was lots of truth in it, that the daughter gets the farm she marries some blackguard and then his family get the farm.
0: Yeah, that, but that look—that is—that's a bit of a, I suppose, a, a hairy chestnut as you say. I don't know that that's quite true. You know, it could happen the other way around too. You could have some a female come in and they—they're they, interested in the farm for a while and then they're gone too. But it's not as simple as you walk up the aisle. You know, with uh, one half the farm and you, or with the whole farm, and you walk down it with the, only half it. That's not quite true. Uh,
1: Why are there prenups in farming?
0: They're not but the but the interesting thing about it is a lot of people marrying into farming now are coming in with more assets than maybe the farmer has and certainly with more income than the farmer has so if it does break down and there has to be a split um, sometimes uh, the one who came onto the farm maybe brought on more and might have more to lose than the one who was on the farm uh, yeah. so I think we have to look at that there are no prenups uh, it's something IFA have said we believe it wouldn't be any harm to have pre- prenups there available we're not saying that farmers should, av- should have them but that the availability should should be there if people wanted to avail it, yeah. but just remember, it's not as simple as you know the, the, the lady comes in or the male comes in and walks out with half the farm. It's not as simple.
1: People as that. are uh, eyes wide open, basically. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. Now we know what the uh, president of the IFA tends to do. You know, go to Brussels and is you know involved in talks with government and so on. What is the designated role of the deputy president?
0: OK, look at the first role, I suppose the first duty I have is to support the president, naturally, and to deputise for him, because he in this case, to deputise for him in the event of anything happening and also to support him and council and National Officers Committee in whatever they're doing. Um, and then it's particularly down then, I suppose, to dealing with the day-to-day issues as they arise. I will have to deal with some of those that will be separated out among all our national officers and some of those will be given to me depending on what the priority of the day is. Uh, and also, I suppose I would be asking very much, and have said very clearly in my campaign that I would be asking for responsibility around areas where my strengths are, and that I would be used for my strengths, uh, and rather than just saying here is a few duties for you, uh, I think that, that, and I know that I have some strengths uh, that are unusual coming into the organisation, maybe, and I would hope that they would be used.
1: What are those strengths?
0: Look, at, I come from a background where I have been farming, you know, either off uh, farm uh, farming as with my family, my father uh, originally in Carlo, in Carlo uh, you know. As As a child. uh, I went on and I became a teacher and I became a principal teacher at the age of 22. So all my teaching career, I was a principal of different schools. So I was in administration. I was in management all my life. I also, when I got married, I worked on farm with my husband, but I also worked off farm in the same position. So I come on with administrative skills that, you know, a lot of other people mightn't come on with. I come on with skills of where communication, dealing with people. Uh, negotiating, advocacy. I've done that through my role in in teaching. So I'm bringing that with me into the organisation and I would hope that, you know, where situations arise that those skills can be used, that I will be used in that area to to improve things.
1: Now, when you become president of the IFA, uh, I think that there's a provision whereby uh, a farm manager can be employed while the president goes about the full-time business. What happens with the deputy president? Who replaces you in the farm?
0: Nobody. 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 Now, I'm very fortunate in that I am married to a farmer as well yeah. and fortunately Tom, will, my husband, will be the one who will have to take up the, the 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 load there and he's very willing to do that. He too has been very involved in IFA so he understands the demands of the role and I certainly wouldn't even have run for the position had I not had his support. So I'm afraid he will be carrying the load um, uh, on the farm so uh, thank you Tom.
1: <laughs> and thank you Tom. But uh, does history beckon again perhaps? Would you run for the top job?
0: We take one step at a time, Pat. Um, You're not I, ruling anything out. I am not ruling any. Out, but I'm not ring it in either. Oh. Uh, look, at, I am very happy to be where I am. And my focus for the next four years is 100% on doing the role that I've been elected to do. And in our house, there's a, a mantra that failure is not an option. So I do not wish to fail in this role. So therefore, I have a very big task ahead of me and to you know represent the farmers that have elected me, male and female. Um, and I want to do that to the best of my ability. And I have no ambitions beyond where I am. My ambition is to get through the next four years and do it to the best of my ability. So that when I'm finished, farmers will say that farming is in a better position than it is today.
1: Now, uh, because it's a predominantly a male organisation, which doesn't mean that they are not going to the meetings and then coming home and telling. Uh, Herself, everything that went on and having discussions with. Do you detect any misogyny at all in the organisation?
0: None whatsoever. I have been very pleasantly surprised. Well, not surprised because I, I always knew that farmers were very accepting. You know, I've been out there for a long time in the farming circles and I'm very aware of how farmers, you know, uh, understand. Uh, understand. Yeah, yeah. and I, they do understand. But I was, I was pleasantly surprised in the sense that I couldn't believe the amount of support that they had for a female candidate going forward. They wanted a female in there. They believed the balance. They understand and as I said, that balance I spoke about around the kitchen table and they were very adamant that they wanted that balance at national level. So I have to say I was treated, not I wasn't treated with any kid gloves, you know, you're, you're female, you're nice yeah. and soft, we won't give you the, the, the hassle. Like one farmer said to me when, when I was in the election before he asked, he said, I'm going to vote for you, I think. But before I say I'm going to vote for you, I have to ask you a very important question. And I said, what's the important question? And I was waiting for this question about regulation or something. And he said, no, I want to know how tough are you? because he said you will have to be tough you will, you will get a, you know a rollicking as they say in farming yeah. you'll get that from time to time about you know that things are not going the way they should are you prepared to take that but that's no different than a male will get in the organisation but he wasn't saying you know we're going to give you kid gloves but at the same time there will be respect and that, that should be there for the male as same as the yeah. female and I think there is Finally then
1: Alice what are the big challenges uh, for farmers I mean we know about the green agenda and maybe different ways of farming in the future to try and eliminate uh, more of the methane and so on and so forth. You know all about that. Mm-hmm. But the, the challenges like keeping people on the farm, making sure incomes are sufficient.
0: That is huge. Look, at, I've been in the position of National Chair of the Farm Family Committee, which has given me absolute exposure to the farm family and how it runs and the pressures that are on farmers and there are a number of pressures and I suppose the economic one as you mentioned is the first one you know to be economically viable that's going to be very difficult and to try and keep it economically viable. The whole area around environmental sustainability you mentioned that as well is huge and a factor that's not often mentioned but is a huge factor in farming and it's a silent factor which worries me greatly is the whole area of mental and physical well-being uh, on farms and I'm finding that a lot of farmers are under huge stress. Some of it is from economics, some of it is is environmental. A lot of it is coming from uh, the pressures of regulation coming down upon them, the amount of regulation. They're not uh, adverse to regulation. It's the amount of regulation and the time frame in which they're expected to apply the regulation. And it's putting huge pressure on farmers. They're working longer, harder, with less support, to, to meet the, the you yeah. know, deadlines and and, ends. and the
1: thing is, with mechanisation and technology, it means that they're more often alone on the farm than they would have been heretofore.
0: That is absolutely adding to so they have no one to talk to about all these, these stresses and strains and I, I don't want to be too negative about it, but, but that's my worry and I'm very concerned about the amount of you know, cases we're coming across every day of people with mental health on farms mental health issues on farms physical health, health issues as well because of the efforts they're putting in but I am very concerned about it and we've had a huge number of suicides within the farming sector in the last uh, number of years and it's uh, we I've looked into this quite deeply as chair of the Farm Family Committee and worked with other groups around this and I am very concerned that if, we, if we're if we not careful and, and stop pushing farmers to the extreme we're going to have more of this and we're also pushing young farmers out of farming because we're making it uh, not very uh, nice to come into it's not a it's not very uh, pleasant place to come uh, you can make a living in it you're going to be you know um, victimised most you of know, it was the wrong word but I suppose you're being demonised you know you're the ones yeah. causing all all the problems. Young people don't want to come into something like that, even if it was economically viable, which it isn't in some cases. So we're putting the young people out. So the average age of a farmer today is 57. That's going to get higher if we're not careful. So we have to be very careful that the farming sector are needed because food is needed. And we have to be very careful that we don't push young people out of that or stop young people from coming in, which is my biggest worry. Um, and they are, it's looking like that, that young people won't come in if it's not more attractive. But Again, if you're going to have all these pressures and strains with no outcome at the end other than depression or even more serious other outcomes, then I'm afraid that farming, you know, won't, won't be the attractive place to be. And I would like to think that farming would be because we are necessary. You know, somebody has said to me one time, no, no food, no farmers, no food, no people. And if you think about that, farmers are needed to produce the food. And people won't be there if they don't have food.
1: I have no doubt you'll be a great success. Failure is not an option. Alice Doyle, Deputy President of the IFA, thank you very much for joining us in studio today.
0: Thank you very much, Pat. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m.
1: on News Talk.